and welcome again to season two of Chill and Ambitious, the podcast that points out shit you didn't know was relevant. This is the Life Innovator series, and we'd like to welcome you to the dream. Yep. I'm O. I'm No. And, and together, together we, we make, make Oh No. no. There's an audience out there that wants to see and hear better things, and I try to keep a very high standard in my music. Uh, where is the limit between necessary discernment, meaning not being naive by expecting only good things from another person, and judgment? So today on our show, we're going to have some of the members of Fiction. NYC, which is a techno and house promoting group here in New York City. I really like going to their parties. And um, and aren't you involved? I am involved. I blog for them. And uh, it's totally just serendipitous in terms of, you know, we party together and uh, wanted to want to give something back to the community after I just constantly go to them and just <laughs> like have fun. And um for people who aren't really familiar with, you know, the scene or whatever, the promoter makes a big influence on like who goes to a party because the promoter like tells you who's going to be there, like the setup, if the speaker's going to be good, the venue's going to be good, if they curate it, and people start to really like trust the promoter in terms of like if the party's going to be good or not. So, uh, fiction parties are definitely solid, and they really hold those high standards. Um, they were yeah. We just went to. One this weekend or last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, a boat, sunset boat cruise. And they had the drifter who he was from Ireland came in and, and spun. Um, it was really fun. I brought all my friends and we're not really that big of house music people, but like the music is still really good, even if you're not into it because it's like soulful. Cause I'm more into hip hop. And we just had the best time. Well, it's, it was amazing. It's really like, I always feel like I'm on a mini vacation when I go on those boat parties. Cause you're literally like, yeah, you leave New York. Everyone there is so chill. It's usually kind of a European vibe. Everyone's anyways. very nice. It's Everyone's, not pretentious. You can dance as a woman and not be concerned. <laughs> Some guy's going to just like hump you from behind, <laughs> which is a really nice feeling. I got, I got a little, I think one, there was a couple of French guys who kind of like got did a little, a little too bit excited. Yeah. Um, but you know, that was the exception. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing about like, yeah, these, um, these parties is just like, it's really, it feels like comfortable. Like, like people will go and like, just want to talk, they'll dance. Like, it's not really like, uh, it's not such like a club club, like that, that heavy club sceneries to like, yeah. It, people are really about the music too. And like, yeah. And, and having like, a good time. Yeah. And very friendly. You got to check your baggage at the door. That's yeah. like not, that's not what that is about. It's yeah. really just a nice departure from the New York hustle and bustle. <laughs> Literally a departure on the Hudson. We but, got some lightning too. <laughs> yeah, it was gorgeous. Honestly, we had the best time. Um, so that was awesome. I'm glad that you guys had such a great time. I got enjoy in the, since that's kind of the thing I like to do. Um, so yeah, I, we want to learn a little bit more about how they get that all together. So we have uh, Arena and Gile, who they added Fiction Lab to to Fiction, which, as I was saying, Fiction does these promotions and people really trust the promoter. But Fiction Lab is a blog that is also a podcast as well. And they give people a little bit more information about who the DJs are. So 
it it gives you context. Yeah. So even though everyone's always just about the promoter, you're actually like, okay, like who are these DJs? What's the story behind them? And like they in- kind of curate like they curate playlists and like it, it's kind of a thing people look to to be like who should I be listening to and why are they good and and they, yeah they know their shit so it's I'm pretty excited to get it to see how like, their brains work and how this comes together and also they uh, are boyfriend and girlfriend life partners really and so that's pretty cool to see like such like a functioning couple in terms of supporting each other's endeavors and yeah, interests they're really great together um there and it's yeah so yeah um we're gonna get it in with them and we're gonna learn about how they are able to like to do all the things do all the things and do them really well like everything they do even like when they talk about fiction it's always talking about like quality music for quality events and you know everything that they do they even they just do it with love and try to make it the best thing they can do yeah um, so without further ado, here we go. You can do it. You can feel it. We can all with it. It's been done. From New York to LA. From London to What time do the kiddos come back? Or are they not back today? Um, nine? Okay. okay. Cool. One okay. of them, so it's okay. <laughs> the other one is in camp. No, with the grandma. <laughs> Do you know where your children are? <laughs> oh, one of, my, one of my friends from Israel, she was saying to me, she's like, it's so bizarre to me. She's like, I just found, she's like, I just found out that Americans, they send their kids away all summer. Like that's, you know, they send them to camp. She's like, my mom would have never let me, that happen to me. She's like, but Americans are obsessed with sending their kids away. <laughs> Not only Americans, Russians also. For <laughs> well, a month, we were in a camp, sleepaway camp. For, oh yeah, for the entire month. Some some families used to send their kids for two months or for the entire summer. Did you have fun, or did I you? hated it? But some most of the kids loved it. Yeah, because <laughs> you're like it's supposedly fun. <laughs> I was in the corner just like yeah. reading and being like not having it. My mom would have never. She's like she doesn't. She'd be like no. I just I think it would be different if like. My parents knew everybody. Like, if I think if we lived in Lebanon, they would be okay with that because it's like you know everyone in your town. But it's like here, it's like yeah, you no. Know. But you go to the camp, you don't know anyone, not no no one at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and bathrooms, and bathrooms out, outside. You just sleep in a room, and 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 then you go into other activities. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, games and sports and and others. Seven in the morning, you get up and you do your physical activity until 8.30, then you have breakfast, then you... That's crazy. Keep going. So, um, you guys were... It's called Fiction NYC. They work in tech, with Techno would, and House in New York. I'll let you guys explain I, it. I would call it a brand. Okay. All so, right. it's, it's more just a promotion. It's... Um, Fiction is a music platform. Uh, Irina and I, that was our idea that... that uh, that would be really good addition to just promoting or throwing parties. Fiction Lab uh, allows us to introduce a lots of new artists uh, from mm. not just from New York, but from Europe, from Asia, from uh, all around the world to the New York because, crowd. Because we believe that there is a lot of talented artists that. Uh, people in US just don't know because people in generally go to the parties because they either 
their friends going or it's a big name which you know it's been famous but there is so many talents that mm-hmm. people don't know they play amazing sets they produce unbelievable music so we want to make we want to breach we want to support those artists support those talents and we want to breach uh, US and and Asia and and Europe and make sure that there is one community it's even if it's virtual community there is a conversation or another way is um, we're all going to the parties we dancing with uh, with the people lots of them are actually DJs they mm-hmm. they play in different <coughs> parties but we don't know who they are yeah they're also maybe as talented as the big names so we also we, we have that um, in a lab for specifically for our local talent where we can uh, have a small interview so they, th- those artists can tell what they brought them to New York what they influence what their influences so people get to know each other so you guys bring the context the context exactly so context to the parties context to the community context and just to the, the introduction who, who are the people because it's it's part of our community that's lovely it's kind of like the a, a version of why we, we started this exactly. it's really it's building community so uh, hold on let me just back up yes. the intro you're a DJ I'm a DJ guys <laughs> yeah Gile is a DJ in New York now as well as around the world and uh Actually, Gile um, DJed at, at our, our open at our season two party at our season two launch party it. at TVA. yeah it was Brooklyn. awesome yeah. it was such a good vibe everyone loved it uh, and then you also work a little bit on Fiction Lab in terms of the material it seems like you write it though Arena right I write and Gile yeah. also started writing but we are collectively it's it's work you know picking all those. See the singles of demand mixes. We we do it together. We do it together. I love those. They have these lists. Yeah, um, playlists. It's it's super convenient for people. Just like to go. I mean, we spend a lot of time picking. It's not just random it's, yeah, mixes. It's, you know, this mix. It's every mix or every uh, track that we put on that lab is we listen. We, we, we stand hundred percent. Yeah, is the same as like when I play as a DJ. Uh, that's my strongest rule i will never ever play any track that i don't like and so mm-hmm. every track that i play i'm 100 percent behind okay. it yeah uh you guys are like trend music fat um trend music fat forecast <laughs> music <laughs> fat. why did i say it forecasters it's my job and i can't say my own title anyway so <laughs> i do that on the side it was just funny when i heard about what you to do with music because I go to some when I go to some of the fiction events I'll hear people being like oh, I love when they put, put their playlists out if I know one of the songs I'm like I'm so cool today you know because <laughs> you just know such underground like the stuff that's going to be really hot in six months um, but anyway so just want to make sure that so you're yeah, a DJ I can, say, I can say we are yeah yeah, yeah you're like we yeah. know what will be released for the next six months I, I should say <laughs> so yeah you want to see the next thing that's going to be on the dance floor follow fiction right? <laughs> exactly uh, When I heard about you guys doing uh, Fiction Lab, you invited me to do some to of the journalism. Thank you so much. Yeah, that- and uh, it was funny how um, it's, <laughs> you guys said, you, said you're, you guys are very selective about who you put onto the team. But I feel like the way we were, I was selected was just like, 
I like Run. you. <laughs> because, because, that's that was pretty much the process. I believe process, yeah. Well, the I, process happened. And then the, I believe, the, the I believe was, in quality versus quantity. So <laughs> I, I, I'm very cautious about the content. Um, I just want to make sure that everything is very high quality and it's very smart. And uh, having a conversation with you prior to, you know, join our team. That was the second you're, interview. Yeah, so, you no, you're, you know, level of intelligence, level of of depth, level of the language, everything. I'm, I'm very much for the quality. Right, right. Which is something I notice, and we, you know, go back and forth between the drafts, and it's, it's a. I like working with y'all, like, because you, yeah, still keep the quality up there, but you always remind um, me about how much you appreciate, like, of course, being on the team, and how, like, the bigger picture, and I just, just feel like I learn a lot from you know in terms of how of you. Of course, operate as and a team. in general, feedback is very necessary. That's how we all grow, right? If you're not getting any feedback, that that you know, how would you know what you're doing right or what you're doing work, uh, not right? And you, you can see what's working, what's not working. Right, right. Of course, it, it was, and we really appreciate it because it's you know everything we do and everything you do for us. Of course, it's, it's very well appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. When we first started Fiction Lab, the like every blog that you start, you you have a feeling that you're just writing for your to yourself, and there is no feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our case, it just like picked up very very fast, and like after each post, we got a lot of. Uh, Many positive feedbacks, both from artists and and labels. labels. Yeah, and because of the content, you know, the the content is. They they, they all uh, uh, music that we that we uh, like and that we promote is let's say underground electronic music, mm-hmm. and all those uh, uh, labels are. They're small labels. Small label, right? indie. How how do they call yeah. it? Indie labels. Uh, they uh, they like any good recognition you know of any kind and we have one rule in uh, uh fiction in our brand both fiction lab and fiction not to uh say anything bad it's, oh. it's not that not say anything we would rather not to say you know yeah. because what's necessarily good for someone may not necessarily be good for us so for example even when i write about music if i don't like i'm not going to write it i'm not it's not that i'm going to write i don't like it because what yeah, i don't like not necessarily anything. exactly yeah. so i'd rather don't write anything but if i write i really like it so i put my thoughts in it i put you know my soul in it so i really really like what i'm writing so we don't, we don't want to put it so this release is not good or uh, i don't like uh, you're not trying it's to be art, you're you not know, trying to you be can judge no, exactly no, you're just trying to, and no. to promote things that you exactly. really and like i don't exactly. like the and i also don't like when um some blogs or they're trying to read you know critiques they're trying to read from the you know Five from the star. scale of one to ten well, what's what's your like come on it's all perception like whatever <laughs> you think it's it's five it's not necessarily five so i'm, I'm totally against the ratings i yeah. i'm so happy you mentioned that uh just you know so i was saying something i noticed about you about being discerning um so this phd raj ragunathan uh, he actually makes a difference between uh, being judgmental and being discerning. And it's exactly what you said. Because it seems like if you're being discerning, you're making decisions constantly. You're evaluating, right? You ha- We do mm-hmm. these, we do hundreds of decisions every day. You have to be discerning at some place. And um, we all, at some point, too, if someone's not discerning enough, it can be a little bit annoying, you know, where you're like, okay, this person never says anything that you can't say anything, you can't say anything wrong or something. But I think 
you've that's how you've been able to mitigate that to still be critical still be able to uh notice be specific and smart about your evaluations or reporting on a different artist um but then yeah if someone if something you don't like i mean someone else can talk about it and uh, yeah music especially is so subjective exactly so that's that's well and i think like just in general it's like you you're gonna be more drawn towards people who are everyone has opinions about what they like and what they don't like, but you're going to be more likely to, to be drawn to people who are only like, who are only talking about things in a, in a constructive way or a positive way versus like some asshole who's just like, I don't like this and I don't like that. And like, they're, they're not, they're I mean, not I, adding value. If, if we talk and I don't yeah. like something, I'll tell, tell you, you, I don't exactly, like, you know, but just like, leading. But I won't put it online. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> just, yeah. Yes. And you're even, not leading with it. Well, even in person though, I think, Judgment implies that something is worth more than something else. I think valuing that that maybe that music is not for you and it serves a purpose for someone else. If that, you know, whatever pop song like totally brightens up somebody's day, whatever, exactly, yeah. that value is for them. It doesn't brighten up your day. It makes you very angry. I agree. But like, I'm it's, completely agree. Oh, I have, oh, I want to know what is your guilty pleasure song? That, like, what is a guilty pleasure song you guys both have that brightens up your day? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Is DJ Kred's pool? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you mine. It's that um, that Men at Work song, "Land Down Under." I come from a land down under. It's so bad, and every time it comes on, it makes me the happiest person <laughs> in the world. I don't know why. Does it have to be? But I don't know. Like, I don't. Know. No, but it's like one of those. that's like not part of my repertoire. <laughs> necessary. It wouldn't be part of my repertoire. It would be probably so some, maybe some song from. Uh, 80s or early 90s or like super super uh, something in Serbian happy. that we won't understand <laughs> oh Serbian music and I are like two different planets I heard right? it yeah quite like, bizarre it's very like in a, like costumes and stuff like uh, of Serbian folk music and I did like different galaxies not planets <laughs> but uh, uh, Serbian music especially since since I moved to, to New York I, I lost that connection with, with, with uh, what's okay. happening in Serbian music but I, I used to like uh, uh, Serbian rock there are a couple of really good bands but like really I, I haven't been Balkan beatbox, you know that Balkan beatbox. Whatever his Balkan, uh, in its name, uh, it's used in 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 a way that I don't like. Okay. So all that uh, Middle East influence in uh, Balkan sound, I can't like really because it's it's connected with um, with uh, very bad times. The whole uh, sound like that. Folky with uh, Turbo Folky. Yeah, the, it was called Turbo Folk in Turbofolk. Turbofolk. I love it. And, and it's just the, the worst. The, the it's worst. People get drunk and they start. Lots of booze and some uh, uh, girl that doesn't know how to sing, but she sings. She's <laughs> Karaoke? Ba- barely, no, the, the singer of Turbo well, Folk. She's barely dressed and like everybody's showing off and music is. Uh, the biggest plagiarism of uh, all kinds, either stolen uh, track from some Turkish pop uh, singer or Greek or call it, <laughs> call it whatever. But I don't know. It's to- I uh, I don't want to use like I hate it, but like I strongly dislike it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Is, was it nationalistic too? 
it's super nationalistic. Yeah, so I mean, that's what it sounds like. That, that, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's connected with the with the the worst things that happened to Serbia. So was that when you were leaving, or were uh, you at the it, radio station then? Still, that that radio station thing uh, saved my. I don't want to save my life because, but like my musical life, uh-huh. because um, the whole thing uh, with the uh, Yugoslavian war started in 1991. I was 10 at that time, and uh, somehow, like all connection with uh, like outside the world uh, started to be like in, la- in less less amount and then at the end we just we were just cut off with with everybody we didn't have internet at, at that time no twitter uh, no, yeah <laughs> or whatsoever so there was no mtv anymore for me so there was no good music and then that turbo folk comes in and uh, <laughs> they called it dance at that time and it was just horrible and thing. everything yes and yeah. i was in elementary school then and uh it started. I I, I was start, I was surrounded with it, and then I started picking up that. But magic happened. Uh, father's friend uh, was working on the on the radio station, and for I don't I don't know for what reason how they, my father asked me, "Would you like to go and you know check it out?" And I was like, "Yeah." I went there. It was how old were you? I was 13, 14, yeah, okay. 1994, 1995, actually 1995, beginning of 1995, 1994 was a horrible year there. But 1995, uh, I started, I, I went there, never been in, on a radio station before in my life. And uh, it was great. When I, when I started in uh, like high school and everything, I was a big uh, hip hop uh, lover. And that was the golden age, I would say, of hip hop with... I was just going to ask, because... You're, this is from 91, mid, 90, 90, early to mid 90, 90s. No, 90, 95 till, I would say, 1999. And the synth pop was what you got, you into synth, it? Synth pop was when I was a little kid. Okay, that, okay. That was the first, <laughs> okay, the first okay. music that I was exposed to. I gotcha, I gotcha. So all those, uh, I don't know, uh, Depeche Mode, uh, Durant, Pet Durant. Shop Boys, Duran Duran, uh, Queen, Aha. Aha, those were the bands, you know, that I was exposed <laughs> to when I was a kid. But uh, and then you got into hip hop, and hip was was my first like rebellious. Like, <laughs> yeah, we are so important. And I remember uh, my, I still it's probably one of my favorite albums ever, Wu Tang Clan Thirty Six Chambers, and it Ooh. I think it it came out in nineteen ninety four, and I remember having it on cassette, and it was just like gold for me. <laughs> But then I picked up, we had a small hip hop band in high school. I was MC. So everybody was calling me MC Giles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it was great. It was great. Uh, uh, after some time. Did uh, you, did you rhyme about what was going on? I, or did you just yeah, kind of try to be gangster? <laughs> uh, we, we did uh, make some rhymes and uh, copying uh, like uh, Shaolin. <laughs> Shaolin style. <laughs> I mean, it was fun. I, 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 I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. And uh, uh, at that time, on a radio station, I met uh, some older guys who became my friends and who introduced me into electronic music, to techno and and uh, house music. Actually, they were all uh, big techno heads. Like, and uh, techno music is big in Serbia more than house. Somehow, I clicked more with house music, and I was more on the mellow side. But uh, every uh, first CD that I had uh, electronic music uh, was 
1996 with all those big hits at, at that time. Uh, it was, <laughs> the biggest hit was uh, Josh Wink, Higher State of Consciousness. There, the that then goes like into 140 BPM. Were very psychedelic. JD Plastic Dreams and all all those tunes. That that was big for me. At that, and then you know, I didn't get into that till later, just because I was so young. So I like had to catch up on all that. But it was good. Then you know. picked up little by little and just electronic music took over and but I'm in general like big uh, big music lover so not specifically just electronic music I like music in general so Irina how did you get involved in, in music in fiction lab oh I got involved in music since I was five. I finished Music Academy in Belarus. Oh. So I was a folk musician, speaking of folk. <laughs> I was a professional folk dancer. So I was then I was part of the uh, folk dancing company for little kids, then for like middle school and then after. So I was I was a professional dancer and uh finished Music Academy. I was playing Belarusian Dulcimer. And again, I I was classically trained, so I love classical music. Any kind of, uh, I love opera, symphony, and um, I also love electronic music. I love jazz, uh, pretty much any genre. And there's good music in every genre. That's true. Obviously, obviously. And we actually, we're still going to the concerts, um, classical electronic music. We're trying to catch up on everything. I I have a question. I I watched. I told you I was watching that like documentary about the Belarusian free theater. And is it true that like in Belarus they give like um, they give like lots of awards for everything? Like so, kids are kind of to keep kids like um, competitive or like trying to. No, no, not not Belarus specifically. In Russia, in general, if there is a girl like or or a child. We're exposed to everything. We, we can try sports. We can try music. I just love it. And everything is for free. So families don't pay for it. Oh, I So didn't all education that I got, um, my parents never paid a single you For know, everybody? Ruben. Um, yeah, for everybody. I don't know the situation now, but when I grew up, we are, everything was free. You just uh-huh. you if you have enough time you can you, you can you can try many things. Yeah, I saw there were like a lot of like awards for all these different random things for kids, and I was wondering if that was part of what like kind of got them involved, or if it was no, just no. Like, if, if if you <laughs> like it, it's it's when I was in kindergarten, I I I love singing, and uh, you know um, I, I I like to be involved in dancing, and uh, the people came from a special. Uh, school for talented kids in music and they, they just selected me and I had uh, to go through a simple test and I got accepted so I was doing multiple schools like regular school and the music school and in between I was dancing three times a week casual that's so, yeah, that's and, and when I came to the States uh, with my d- degree in music and I also study um, economy I'm like what am I doing now so I end up uh, I end up in a graduate school computer science major so I got master's degree in computer science Okay, <laughs> and that's what I meant by, like, by the standards. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, I remember you told me a story. I asked you. So both of you are you weren't born in the U.S. And I asked you this question before. I was like, what was like the biggest, you know, culture shock, or like not biggest, but just something that you were like, that's not. I'm not used to that. Like, what? 
Well, for me, it was, was many things because my English was not that good. And I actually, I never took any English classes because I ended up in a graduate school. So I was learning proper English and grammar, uh, studying um, uh, technical technical uh, books because I had to pass all my computer science and computer architecture and uh, calculus, all, all the exams. So that's what my that's how I study English. And the bigger, big, the culture, of course, Bill, there was a cultural shock because I think I mentioned before, everyone was telling me, oh, you have, you are so lucky to be friends with that person or that person. And I'm like, why am I so lucky? Like, I did the translation, like, I was literally translating. You that have to meet. Right? I am so lucky to be friends with someone. It was kicking my defense mechanism. So I was always trying to prove like, that. <laughs> why am I have to be so lucky to be like, friends with someone? Oh, it why that a, person <laughs> is better than me? Why am I have to be lucky to be friends? That's it's so like literally I had to translate. Oh, because you were taking very it literal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because it's English is my second language and I was literally translating. Oh, okay. you have the chance to meet someone, right? Yeah. And you were like, what does that mean? Like, why, yeah, why am I not, talking to you? Am me? I not like good? Am I not <laughs> smart? Am I not intelligent enough to be friends with that person? <laughs> so that was the biggest challenge and that was actually was pushing me to, to achieve. Someone's going to say that about me. <laughs> 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 but so uh, the thing is, since um, we all went through the immigration here and trying to find ourselves, I really appreciate and I love United States for giving the opportunity. And, and you know, um, there are so many things people can do here. And I really appreciate to what, you know, I went through and what I have right now. So if I see anyone who is going through what I went through, I'm always there to help them, to help them to cut the corners so they don't have to go from point A to point B walking 200 miles if I know how to do the shortcut I will be more than happy to help them and support them to cut that because it's a time it's an effort they, they, they don't need to do that absolutely. if I know how to absolutely we also don't have all the I mean people can take classes and whatever but all the extras are getting all cut also extracurriculars here in the US in terms of trying all your different activities no, true, but uh, for example, when I one of the things when I got here, speaking of computer science, people were telling me, "Oh, just go take computer courses, and you will be working on Wall Street." <laughs> I decided, no, I, I don't want to go and take computer course. I'd rather go and take a degree, mm -hmm. so I get proper education, then I will be working. So eventually, people who went through computer courses, they when you know when. Because our industry is shrinking, so less jobs. So if you have education and if you have experience, you have a better chance to actually stay in the industry. But I love music, and I'm so happy to be also now <laughs> in the music industry. And uh, you know, every time we throw an event, and I hear amazing feedback that people had an amazing time, they just had amazing time playing our parties. My heart is just, you know, it's 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 so happy. You put oh. so much work in it. Uh, yeah, they just had an amazing party. The theme was uh, Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Falling, Falling into, Wonderland. into Wonderland. That was that was the official name of the party, but yeah, theme was Alice in Wonderland. We don't want to force people to wear costumes, but it's a it's a good you know flavor to just for four or five hours just to leave every worries at home, go to the party, be in Wonderland, enjoy the party, have a great time. <laughs> Oh, it's definitely an escape, right? It's escape, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the intention. That's your chill. Yeah, but when when, <laughs> it, it, when it happens, you know, when once people are happy and they're having a great time and good memories, start. because 
everything is it's our memories like like my father is always saying Irina money come and go but memories remain forever and it's so true you know that's (laughs) that's life Papa knows best (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah well and but in the time leading up to it obviously everyone's like it it takes a lot of work to get the party and then just to have the and and then people get to enjoy it people who who attend party they uh they have no idea what uh, amount, like how much you need what's to put, effort, yeah. and what's the effort to to put the the whole thing together and to make everybody happy. And people, you know, sometimes they always look for any little things that that doesn't go well, uh, and then like make oh, a big deal out of it. Yeah. Not 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 just in our case, but in in general, in general you know, I I see how people how people react when something bad happens at some other party, and you know. You you can't you you can't do that you know I I know that party is made not literally just for you but you know <laughs> you know some so many factors can affect that party so just please take in it in, consi- in consideration you know it's not easy to organize thing for for four or five hundred people or thousand or thousands of people and without any yeah because there's so many things that could go wrong. It's just you just don't know. You're trying to put your best intention and try to to do best to to have that happen. But absolutely, and you have to rely on so many other people. It's like of course, you know, it's, so it's, it's, there's, it's a human it's a factor, moving, yeah. and it's 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 <laughs> lots of moving factors with everything, with the sound, the venue, and uh, visuals, and people, and you know, ticketing, and it's everything. And even for example, we when we book DJs, we try and, as I said, bring talented DJs from. For example, Europe or anywhere, and people don't know them. So we have to put, we have to educate people to introduce them to the sound, so they would come to the party and they would know what to expect a little bit and enjoy it. Yeah, you know, just just all the preparation and all it. the preparation exactly. Like this, so you guys use Slack, which is a great way to communicate with a team, and it's just like little this details. To you by Slack. <laughs> yeah, download <laughs> it for free. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's this, not a bad idea. All, all the silly stuff where it's literally like, oh, that link didn't work. Well, wait, who put that link up? Okay, we got to refoot the link. Like, you know, just like those little nitty gritty things that people don't think about, but that, you know, all of a sudden, a couple hours, whatever, go by and the timing isn't right and all these moving parts that have to go. In, uh, yeah, f- f- or for example, that that party that we have, uh, yeah, we were worried because we had two rooms. We need to make sure that the sound does not bleed. It's just because you you there, you enjoy the music. If you hear back noise, you 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 get in distracted. So many there's many little details that we are trying to make sure all working together. It was so much fun, and it was packed. Yeah, yeah it was. It was, it was too. It's I mean, really good. And also, we're lucky because our team is great, very talented, and amazing thing that. Um, we don't compete with each other. We just work with each other. Like really, we're very open with each other, and it's it's really pleasure to to work with the guys. Yeah, and I mean, we we, we should Joe Foxton, uh, Steve Graham, Dorian, mm-hmm. Dorian, Dorian Goldman. They're they're all part of the team, and you know, we we and Jan also, Jan, yeah, Jan Molly, that's, that's, and and uh, Olivia. That that's our Olivia. team. And Olivia Child. Yeah. yeah. No, it's so inspiring. And the fact that you guys asked me, I've just been taking notes in terms of, because, like, yeah, with Chill and Ambitious, we want to do something similar, but in terms of our theme is people who are chill and ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been noticing just the way, yeah, you guys make sure everything runs and it's on top priority, but it's like. Exactly. And also, we, we know who does what 
And um, if you do certain things best, we don't overstep on your feet. So you're, you know, taking care of one thing, yeah, another person, the roles. and then, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're all, and, and that's how it works. It's teamwork. Talk about trust, 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 talk about trust. And now a voiceover actor to tell you a bit about Breather. A Breather is a well-decorated remote workspace you can rent by the hour with lots of locations and sizes to choose from. Oh, and now I actually record episodes in them from time to time. So if you need a space to work remotely, have a meeting, or do something that's no one else's business in private, use discount code CHILL at breather.com for $45 off your first booking. Thanks, voiceover actor. Now back to our interview. So <laughs> something that uh, we haven't told the guests yet that actually uh, Julie and Arena they live together. They are partners, partners in crime yeah. and in life. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we are. And I, uh, they also Arena has two kids. Yes, but we they are. are we are kids. because yeah. we are raising them. We're we're raising, and Angela is amazing, playing really really amazing. Um, he's amazing father also to the kids. Father role. No, you are. I mean, even uh, recently when my son is playing soccer and uh, the coach asked him, what's your father doing? And he's playing and, football. And you're saying, <laughs> my father is a DJ. He's making he's making music and uh, he's a DJ. So it's his father. <laughs> oh. Seeking in your fo- in your football footsteps. Oh, yeah. We, he yeah. also is a professional football player. Yeah. I, 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 I used to, yeah. yeah I, I played football professional. That's actually the... The biggest part of my life, I spend I spend it playing football. I, I'll, I'll refer it to football rather than yeah, soccer. Yeah, no. But um, yeah, actually, we should mm-hmm. say it's soccer because majority of people will. Uh, We're like, just gonna don't, you don't food. want people to think you're a football player, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. an American. Not football. Yeah. You don't want yeah. that association. Yeah. So uh, let's say it's soccer. But uh, yeah, that's uh, the the biggest part of uh, my life. As I said, I spend it playing soccer since I was seven. And that's how I uh, actually ended up here in in, uh, in New York. I, I came um, to play soccer for New York Institute of Technology. I got their scholarship, and that, that's how I ended up here. Um, unfortunately, I injured my knee, and I had to quit playing soccer. But again, you know, injuries are part of every sport, and just like I, I had enough. Like I, I, I quit when I was twenty-five, and. Uh, in one way, like when I quit playing soccer, then I, I could uh, concentrate more on music. And, you know, I still love soccer a lot. I don't play it, but uh, I played on PlayStation. Though. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying how there was not very much chill in soccer when you were being a pro soccer oh, player. Is, no, no, no. There is no chill at all. And, and I liked it in, in one way because... Um, in your 20s. Yeah, early, of course. Yeah. When, when, you're, when you're a teenager, you know, everything is like... And then growing up in Serbia was not chilled at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I wasn't that much in a, in a chill mode uh, back then. But it was, you know, that, that's, that was part of my uh, growing up. And uh, I don't know, it, it felt good. I, I like soccer because it's contact sports. So you have to be alert so yeah. in any uh, possible moment. And um, I used to play defender, central defender. So my job was to be to go into tackles. Yeah. <laughs> so it was far away from chilled. So how did you two cross? Yes. 
It was at a party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In Pantherum. Oh, oh, really? At Output. Yeah, every year we ago. celebrate our anniversary there. Yeah, yeah, it was just random, totally random. One of those... Expect, unexpected. That's only like four, maybe four, four. or five. Because the Output's only been Three there. Years ago. Yeah, Three years yeah, ago. yeah, I can't, Three at years most. Ago. Okay, all right. Yeah. It was, I, literally, it was from... Uh, one night stand. It's uh, we, <laughs> we came. Just, we came to this, you know. So we've come to this. Yeah. So it's come to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, you never yeah, know when you, when you, you meet somebody, know. you know. And that all started with music, right? So of course, just, with music. We, we clicked with music right away. We actually we clicked with everything. We are even on the way to your house. Yeah. <laughs> we we talked so about mama, families. We talked happen. about yeah. We talked about. Families, we talked about it's like we are what we are. So there was no pretend. There, there yeah, was all like cards on the table. Everything is yeah. just it, it, that, that's me. Like, yeah, and it, yeah, and she got it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I and I, and I I love it because you know I love how it's uh, you know they're honest. Came out. It, very they're honest. honest. We, we so have a very just, honest relationship. And we we always had in and now we have one of the rules of our relationship. It's be honest with each other. We respect each other and we trust each other. That's that's the part of a relationship because if you don't trust each other, you what's won't have point? a what's the point. And we are not kids anymore, so it's cool. I I really like it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but so you guys then end up spending most of your time like work and play together or work oh my and God. Home. we have we have uh, when when she comes back from work, relaxing time, and then we sit in front of the computer and we're like, Have you heard this track? Have you heard this track? And so, like, so back to back for hours. Oh, did you have you heard this track? Oh, have you heard this track? Oh, listen to this, listen <laughs> to that. All, all the time, all the time. But so not necessarily music, we talk about everything. I, I can talk with Gilles about absolutely everything. I have no boundaries. It's like I'm talking to myself. That's it's cool. I mean, that's how it's supposed to be, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you put your walls down, yeah. <laughs> and, and also, when, when we just first met, he sent me music and he sent me one of his compilations and morning after compilations which is not really techno it's electronic music and i'm listening and it's compilation it's basically just tracks that put together it's not they're not mixed there is no transition just selection of tracks or, or musical compositions let me put this way and i'm listening and i'm like oh my god that guy has <laughs> such a deep knowledge of music and the music is so beautiful i can imagine like what's in his head because when you put the composition or compilation together, you handpick certain um, tracks or musical compositions and all your selections are like yeah, amazing. But the, the, like, those compilations that just blew the, my mind. That she mentioned, I started, I used to, to, to make, since, as, as I said before, mm-hmm. uh, on a radio station, I would make compilations of any kind, like all music that I like, blah, blah, blah. And then, without any planning, I start, I, I made one compilation called the morning after, and it was 2004. Like down tempo at that time, uh, uh, Cafe del Mar was like very popular compilation series, but very chill, Balearic uh, uh, sounds uh, and songs. So I made one, and then um, uh, I remember at that time, my one of my cousins was opening a bar in Belgrade, and he asked me to to make one compilation for his bar, and then we I made the same type of music and it was like the morning after volume two it was like the year after i was like 
Hmm. I'm just gonna. But, but, <laughs> I'll, but I'll, I'll just continue but, but making. But it's not only a compilation; the whole product. He makes the artwork himself. So it's just whole thinking and how to. It's it's like a product. But I, 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 I didn't. Package. Yeah. Everything is unbelievable. <laughs> I, I didn't plan it at first, and then I was no, like, but, okay. But look, you know, when you, when you meet that kind of person, you really you want to know that person. Like, you want to know how that person lives, how that person breathes. It's, but it's curious. It, it's just you know, like it's an onion. You just keep stripping the the pieces of the layers. <laughs> and layers and see what's 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 there what's there what's there and I keep going I'm, I'm still <laughs> no it's so funny I'm still discovering and, and first of all I'm discovering myself and I'm discovering uh, really it's it's unbelievable wow you have s- the perfect <laughs> team teammate I know <laughs> you I know I'm, I know <laughs> no, I'm so, aware of that it's so beautiful the way it you speak amazing. about it yeah and then we went for uh, the exhibition we went to the art exhibition remember um, what's her name They've, remember there was exhibition with the um, mirror room a mirror oh, the room Japanese yeah the, you, you know the better um, than me um, what's her name uh, the girl <laughs> with the dots, the, the dots. yeah yeah, yeah so, um, she's in an yeah. Insta- she's like yeah. in a mental institution it starts with a K yeah no 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 no, no. <laughs> Uh, Yoyoi Kusama. Yoyoi Kusama. Kusama, yeah. yeah. So oh, I, I told you, you have to go and see that. We have to go see exhibition because I, I went there and it just blew my mind and we went together. So we made. It was great. It was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But that's how we started our and journey then after, together. And then afterwards we ended up in Momo. It was Juan Miro. Yep. We went for Momo. The same day. Mm-hmm. Super cold, I remember. <laughs> Yeah, super cool. It November, some, some December, yeah. November, November. Yeah, yeah. You, you said that's you. Just, yeah, that's that's okay. So <laughs> I love it. I can't even. <laughs> I found love in the yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. Room, yes. <laughs> I remember Julie was smiling. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> Are you learning about yourself? You said you actually one time. Uh, I think that first time we actually sat in this kitchen and just talked. You said you you said that I was a seeker. And then you are the seeker. I'm, I'm seeker myself. And then you identified it because Bec- you're a seeker. Because, and I was yeah, I'm, about I'm always, what you look for in a relationship. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always that, that what I said, seeker. It's I'm constantly discovering myself. I'm yeah. going through one wave to another. Oh. I'm designing jewelry and selling to Soho boutiques. Next thing I'm writing for music blogs and I'm just constantly, I'm just constantly moving and moving and moving, but I'm also balancing with other stuff. Like for example, kids and, uh, uh, working on for an investment bank and coming home and enjoying myself and traveling. It's right, and you, it just I just noticed it because you were saying how you learn about yourself through Jay. Exactly, and so mm-hmm. it's almost like the way even these different things that you relate to in your life, you you connect with it also on a personal level and seeing it as this uh, flow back and forth, which makes sense. Also, I, I'm thinking about that actually with DJing. I think, but with, a, with the DJing, it's uh, I'm always like looking. And every time I hear the set, it's energy flow. Right. Exactly. It's, it's, it's like, communication. When I like a good DJ. Exactly. Because it's communication flow. with the people. Because you give to people, you get from people. Mm-hmm. And and that's the whole energy flow and the music flow that 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 circulating during the during the set. And actually, when Julie's playing, I'm never behind the booth. I'm always I, I, no, you're yeah, front, yeah, in like. front, and I'm <laughs> dancing because that's 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 how I, I I how I breathe the music and I give it back. And and everyone who's around me is just. But it's same thing. For example, where before we're booking an artist, we 
I want to go and hear that artist set. So I will, I want to be at the same level to actually understand because one, one is a DJ set you hear in the, on the headphones. Another one you hear, uh, artist pr- music productions, but mm-hmm. you want to hear that artist playing to see his presence, his set, how he is picking up his tracks, how he's transitioning, how he's communicating with the, with the audience because this is very important. Absolutely. Um, you guys are like <laughs> each other's mirrors, right? Like it's so funny. That you, I was just thinking that and then you were like, oh, we went to that exhibit with the mirrors. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just thinking you guys are each other's mirrors. Well, I love it. <laughs> Did you see there's this horrible Vice article? Which one? Which, which horrible? Which million? Like which one out of one million? And it was like, <laughs> being a girlfriend's DJ isn't as fun as you think it's going to be. <laughs> Which is like the, in the sense of like, if that's the title, like imagine the person who's writing that. It was like, what did you think you were going to get out of yeah. being the DJ's girlfriend? And it was stuff like, oh, he's never going to pay attention to you because there's going to be other girls there. And then, um, also, you know, after a while, like, you're going to be asked to go to these parties like all the time. Sometimes you want to stay in and you can't or like you're just going to be on the side and he's not going to pay attention to you. And you're like, well, what? I, I have to admit, I mean, uh, I've been in relationships before, you know, and I've been DJing for for more than 15 years. You know, you have all kinds of, of people, but uh, <laughs> I, I, girls. I, I, yeah. okay. uh, uh, but uh, I really, I, I'm I'm a lucky guy because... Uh, Irina is full of understanding of you know some some uh, a lot of a lot of times you know people come to you and want to talk to you. I mean you are up there you're playing music so, yeah. you know some some girl just wants to say hey hello you know your music is awesome some girls want something else but you know they're uh, then uh, understanding from my other half needs to kick in because I can't just disappear from there. Yeah. I have to yeah. communicate with that person, I, you know. You know, actually, it never comes to my mind. I'm, it's not, I'm not even thinking of, of course, that, that, that's, that's yeah. that trust. understanding yeah. and trust that we were talking before, but, you know, that's just part of my job. I have to interact yeah. with people. And, and, yeah. and also, if I hear another artist or DJ play amazing set, I will go to him and I'll say, oh my God, of not course, oh my God, yeah. but really thank you for your excellent yeah. set and beautiful set. And then we talk about music but it doesn't mean that I have anything else Second. in my mind. Yeah. But yeah. you can only like my set. <laughs> Plus, it's, yeah. it's not about being a girlfriend of a DJ, just being a girlfriend of anyone. Well, it's not yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You identify if yourself you are, that way. Exactly. If you identify yourself that way, it doesn't matter who is your boyfriend. It's an actor, DJ, I'm the or, girlfriend or a, versus yeah. I am or a doorman. Myself. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. really matter. You know? <laughs> no, you're just, so right. It's, no, you're sorry. You're right. I mean, that's why that person's relating. To, that's why, that's yeah, why that headline. It's, it's, it's insecurities. Like, it's, it's it's insecurities of that person. It doesn't matter. Who yeah, exactly. you have no identity without the without the attachment to the other person. Like that's how you're identifying yourself. Right, or yeah. not even being about. I mean, it seems like you're both very much about the music, obviously. Yeah. So you know, it's you want to support. You know, it's, it's just things that we share. Plus like, it's also, you're, you know, you're so involved with it too. And like, it's not like you don't know how to hold your own and like have a conversation with like, you know, have separate conversations with different people. <laughs> you know, like. Would you say, uh, we were talking about dreams, is this 
the life that you had dreamed of? Would you feel like you are living the dream? Well, or is it just who's gonna happen? Go first. Uh, I don't know if I, if I go back when I was a kid, I was dreaming probably to to be a soccer player, not a DJ in New York, but uh, can't complain. But you've been <laughs> both. <laughs> yeah, I did a little, <laughs> little bit of both, but uh, I I really like where I am now, and I I really can't complain. If I am I living my dream, I would say yes. I like what I do. I really like what I do. And I really like uh, uh, investing time in uh, what I do now. And I'm happy. I think it's how you define like success as well. Like if you're living the life that you're happy with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what would you say, Arena? I think the, the uh, dream and the happiness is two different things. For mm-hmm. me, a dream is something not real that you want to be. It's a dream. It's, it's, it's kind of an illusion. It's not real. The being happy, it's, it's a different thing. Being happy is your emotions. That's how you feel. It's, it's, it's real. So dream, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm happy where I am. I'm, I'm really happy speaking about if it's a dream, if it's something where I want to be at. Yes, but I'm still, I still, there are so many possibilities to grow and to move and discover. So yeah, I wouldn't say this is this is a dream. I'm just say, I'm, I, I can say that I'm really happy where I am, and I'm really happy to wake up, and I'm really happy to you know enjoy the day. And uh, one another thing that I've learned is I don't expect anything from anyone, but I really enjoy and appreciate to what I have now. Mm-hmm. And I'm really like I'm really enjoying every moment I'm 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 living this life. Sometimes it's sad, sometimes it's happy, but it's it's life that that's how I live. That's beautiful. <laughs> Sometimes reality is almost more beautiful than the dream. You never know. Yeah, I agree. The, so. It has more dimension. Well, the other thing is that nothing's ever going to look exactly how you plan. Yeah. Okay, like, there's, a, there's literally no possible way things will go exactly. And the worst thing how is you when you plan, it will never happen the way you plan. <laughs> yeah. So it's better to have like um, something like a skeleton or, or some, uh, I don't know how to say... Yeah, like a, yeah, a skeleton. Like, it's a yeah. skeleton, right? But everything else you can just enrich. It fills or, in. Or fill yeah, no, that makes total sense. Um, plus, I I sometimes feel like if you were if you had like a very specific viewpoint of yourself and you forced yourself into it because life kind of trying to always makes yeah. you go down these random paths, like that you could do it but be miserable. I agree. Definitely. I completely. Agree. I, I like. Yeah. I. Yeah. To get there, in terms of happiness, I guess maybe you kind of touching upon a little bit. I've been thinking about fears lately in terms of how much we perceive the world and how much, like, yeah, you can always enjoy this moment, how much your perception is based off of you. It's your literally your perception and you can change however. And I've just been personally thinking about personal fears and how that stops me from having certain uh, perceptions and I don't know if you share that experience and there's anything yeah, but, that but everyone has fears yeah I have fears Absolutely. everyone oh, everyone yeah. have everyone fears has. but yeah. how do you how, how do you not fight the fears how do you handle fears mm-hmm. or face them or, or face yeah, them or, embrace or them. yeah no. exactly so this is this is this is work this is this is work you have to constantly not train yourself but one thing I've, I've learned not to react immediately so I'm trying to Impossible. Just, just impossible. Exactly. Not, not to avoid the impulse. So I'd rather, okay, let me 
have a walk and, and think about it a little bit so I can come back and, and, and rethink and or talk to Gilles and ask him what do you think how should they handle this situation or because it's it's normal. We have yeah all our we have responsibilities, we have fears, we have stressful jobs and many things that comes. But the key thing how to not bring that stress back to your family. Yeah. Because and to love you, you're exactly so this is this is your energy. This is this is because how you feel it will be reflected on your the people who love you. So it's yeah, and it'll be reflected in all of your actions. Everything, exactly. yeah. everything. Do you have? Uh, do you mind sharing any stories that you've lately? Anything that surprised you in terms of like that self discovery? Because I feel like that's just something I've been thinking about. Where, like they sneak up on you. There's the fears that you're like, oh, I always know about that one. That's something I've been battling forever, but. There's always, or like that you're so happy that you have a partner to be able to go through that with or anything. I don't know. I don't have that. You know, I don't have that anymore because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not alone. As I said, I was in um, not happy relationship for 15 years where I was all on my by myself. I was. Um, I couldn't consult with Julie. It's different. I, I'm not alone anymore. I don't have that mm. fear of handling everything by myself. So there is no pressure. If I have any worries or something bothers me, I come home and, and we talk everything together. It's 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 a different partnership, different relationship. And actually with Julie, I understood what it means when people are saying your other half. Yeah. So this is exactly how I feel because I I didn't know... Uh, like it's 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 a, again it's perception of your other half, but when you actually know that your other half, who you can share everything, you're not afraid to show your weaknesses. You're not afraid to show you don't know something, or you know you you just you just come with everything that bothers you, all your worries, and you talk through, and you you don't worry anymore. <laughs> you hear the tingles. You hear the tingles, and you're not alone. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Well, and. And actually, you can believe, you can believe in love, you can believe in relationship, you, you, and you should. Because I think for every person, for every man or, or woman, there is a partner, man or woman, whoever, who will understand you and who will accept you for what you are. So you don't have to try to fit into somebody else's environment or personality not or love what they like. But, <laughs> but how just, you just be, you are, be, be but, yourself, yeah. but it's... But it's a, you know, an like, ideal world. Yeah. I think part of it is perception or perspective, right? Like you, if you're not open to it, you're not going to get it. Right. Exactly. And so, but it's really about finding the balance, right? Cause he's adding, he's adding value to your life. Absolutely. Right. And so maybe you need whatever, everyone has the path that they, they have to go down. And so it's like, maybe it wouldn't be appreciated if you didn't realize what it was like to be in a partnership with somebody who doesn't add value or whatever, you know, like, so I think you're right. It's more about being aware enough. Exactly. And, yeah. And letting that other person letting, in. Yeah. And maybe not settle for less. What I'm trying to say is that if person is not happy in a relationship, maybe better not to be in that relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's better to be by yourself. So you would, that energy that you're wasting on the relationship that doesn't work, you can free it up for, for someone else because that's how you attract other people. If you are mm-hmm. focused on something, you will not be open to anything else. And same thing with the opportunities. If, if you are open, you will attract the same with the positive energy. If you are enjoying your life, you're happy, you will attract exactly the same people. That's Very well said. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, so one more question I wanted to ask you guys is um, what kind of sacrifices did you guys make 
on the way to having this life that you really, really like this dream? Uh, I'm definitely making sacrifices. As I said, I work for investment bank, which is a very stressful industry with very um, um, not easy people. So that's one of the sacrifices because that's unfortunately uh, the industry with uh, throwing parties and music. It's 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 because we love that we do that. Mm-hmm. It's it's not because of the money. There is pretty much no money in this industry. I, I unless you are like successful and you are touring and well, we are successful. We, I mean, <laughs> we are successful in, in in what we're doing, right? But I'm just saying that you're saying until it's, you it's, reach it's a certain a certain yeah. level of well, you're uh, super commercial at that point, yeah, and yeah. maybe that wouldn't be success for you guys. And so it's not that. I mean, you'd want lots of people to be enjoying it, but you start having to cater to the sponsors, catering to all these other people that are gonna. That's, we definitely that's don't want to reach a commercial level. That's yeah. that's one thing. For yeah. Sure. yeah. So one of the sacrifices, as I mentioned, is that the the, the work then and, and negative energy that I have to always fight when I'm coming home. I just need to make sure that okay, work is work. I'm I, I'm living office. Whatever happened there, just live there. Whew, I'm coming home. That's me. Yeah. What about you? My sacrifice. I mean, now when uh, when uh, I'm in in the music uh, industry. Um, Sometimes you know I uh, my sacrifices are just with the uh, like in interaction with other people. Sometimes I, I can't uh, uh, like connect with all people that I that I love. You know, some it, it takes a lot of time. Uh, before when I used to play soccer, different different sacrifices. I had to invest all my time into practices multiple times a day, and then I didn't have that much time to spend with uh, uh, music or things that I really like. But now, uh, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that uh, uh, it's the whole uh, the whole. Uh, Music thing is so fast that sometimes I, I get a little lost and you know lose contact with some people that I really like. And uh, you mean your friends, people who would <laughs> spend more time with yeah, friends, you know, or just uh, friends? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, not 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 but close then, friends, but like close friends are always there. But like really with some people that you know. If I if I have more time, I would just like go for a coffee or something. Yeah, or like but yes. then again, the, the, it's 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 a quality of of time, right? So you just quality or quantity. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes it's like hard because you want to really get to know sacrifice. people more, or you want to exactly, like, you know. and it's so then you kind of thing. making it's, that it's decision. Network and you have to you have to maintain. Yeah, so yeah, so, sometimes we going out instead of just staying home with the kids. But we, again, we're trying to balance and. That works, and uh, you know, I, I really want to be be there for for for, for kids, you know, not, not just to 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 pass by. So uh, a lot of times, you know, we we finish with partying and everything. Yeah, the, the, we, we we have different <laughs> like life cycle. So they're getting yeah, up. Yeah, the kids we're coming we, home. We, we're, we're coming home, and then <laughs> you know they want to go out to play, and then we're like, we're okay, like, okay, let's go. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to be like no, you know. So and then, and, and Andrew actually wakes sleep. up, like he doesn't sleep three, four hours. He wakes up. Okay, Andrew wants yeah, to play soccer. Let's go play, let's soccer. Go play soccer. Let's <laughs> go to a movie, and we're like, okay, let's go to a movie. <laughs> and you just fall asleep in the movie. Perfect. Like, that, that's the best part. <laughs> Secrets, Pop, popcorn out. and nap. <laughs> That's funny. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Yeah, cool. 
All right. Uh, I think it goes without saying. Uh, so you guys managed to have like these wonderful, like the fact that you can connect on so many levels with each other. I think, you know, and it seems like you're always learning. Is there ever, like any, so I just have one more question. I just realized. Are there ever <laughs> times that like maybe one of you does no, more notes more about something and then that makes you want to learn more about that in terms of, of yeah. So then she's, she's, you're a, like, I don't know anything great, about that. Uh, uh, theater she's she knows a lot of a lot a lot about theater and uh, i i was lucky i had i liked theater but i had no idea like what's good what's bad like yeah. she just took me to the best shows here in new york and i was like a little kid happy <laughs> I, I i learned i enjoyed a lot of really really cool shows so Thank you, Irina, for that. <laughs> my pleasure. Thank you for sharing my passion. <laughs> this is so charming. This is a different interview than I thought it was going to be, but it's so char- it's, ende- it's so endearing. <laughs> well, it, it spreads in everything you all do. Um, no, so. we, we actually learn from each other. I learn a lot from Shelley, and we, are, we share we share everything. So we're, you know, it's a perfect partner. Oh. <laughs> High five. High five. High five. Um, All right. <laughs> for real this time. Thank you for being on Chillin' and Fishes. Yes. Thank you thank for you. And thank, thank you for, for sharing. Sure. Yeah. And thanks for sharing your discerning tastes and opinions with us. <laughs> and choice and partners. Even. Yeah. Obviously, you and have a certain fit. And I would imagine you, you guys wouldn't, you wouldn't open up your family and your life to just anybody like that. Thank so. you for being part of the fiction as well. Of course. <laughs> and for we'll, our fiction. we're looking forward to many musical adventures together. Absolutely. Woo. Um, is there, so there's the website that mm-hmm. people can go find you at. Yes. Uh, it's uh, www.fiction-nyc.com. And then you have certain little tabs that you can click on so if you want to do fiction lab then it's fiction-nyc.com slash fiction lab fiction lab's the blog yeah. that's where you find all the playlists and the interviews and mixes and well thank you guys for being here and being chill and ambitious with us yes thank you very much our pleasure <laughs> thank you Well, so I here's an episode where I wish we had video so we could see Gile's face when Irina was just gushing about how he's the most like Incredible. just complete <laughs> like this person that's like her other half and he was he's I mean I know them too and he doesn't blush easily <laughs> so that was really just... was surprising and it moved me a lot just like like not surprised they they obviously like I've met them before and they like support each other and they spend time together and like it's like aware that they have a good connection but like it was actually really beautiful to, like it's kind of weird to like bear not weird but it's like you don't normally bear witness to somebody like professing um, such like admiration for one another in, in front of other people and it's almost like like being a feeling like 
do I belong here when this is like being said? Right, right. It was so personal and it was, it isn't forced at all. I just seem kind of like, of course I love this person and they <laughs> complete me in every way. But she's a very expressive person. Like their home is really beautiful. And like, she was just taking us like the second I walked in, I was like, oh, I love that. I love that art piece. And then she took me through the whole house and showed me all of the paintings and like what they meant to her. And like, so there's just really this obvious, um, show of like appreciation for like so everything that they have and they do like their discerning tastes are obvious but they're also really excited to share them with people it's not like in a it's not pretentious at all yeah it's because of the connection that they have with the art or whatever they've chosen and it isn't just like oh i I have all these books here so i can show up how smart i am it's like no i have like a personal connection with all of these all of these things um yeah so some of like the takeaways aside from that made me be like okay hashtag relationship goals but like some of my takeaways was like i just love that like um a common thread was like they, they don't really shit on things or people like or they were talking about they only write about music they really like right that there's like this point system makes no sense in re- like a rating system makes no sense it's like you want to share what you like about something and you put that out there it doesn't mean you dislike other don't dislike things it's just that they focus the attention on the things that they do care about well yeah again it's about the connection and yeah. who's to shit on someone else's connection about something and this is coming from someone like arena works in investment banking. So she definitely understands the idea of when like, this is, this is wrong. And there's a right answer when sometimes things really numbers, you can't argue for certain purposes, but when it comes to art and like music, it's just like yeah. your personal connection. Well, and also I think, I mean, it's part of like that whole, what you pay, what you pay attention to grows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And just like, you know, when they were talking about when they have a party, it's like, people are always looking for the bad in it. And it's like, no, it's like, well, focusing on what's what's great about that like they want to keep throwing events they want to keep doing this and i think that if you focus on what's not good about anything you you're gonna you're gonna lose your your love for something absolutely um so i just really like that they like it's it's a conscious effort i think um you and i earlier were talking about a glass half full like or 99 percent empty or one percent like focusing on like the what's in the glass at all matters more than what's not in it, you know? It's true. Yeah, and also their connection um, to other people, like their promotion of others. It's like, uh, of course, it's like, you know, you have to pass the test, but like wanting like that this community of music makers and and um, it's all about like finding other people's talents and promoting other people, which is like what we're all about. But like they're really like, you know, want you to hear about these DJs. So like, that's the whole reason the lab was even created was like, so that you can understand what, what other people in this genre are making and who else should you be paying attention to? And like, I love that. It's like when she talked about how first of all, she's so impressive when Irina was talking about getting her master's and learning English and like, at the same time, I'm just like, I can't, I, I don't know. But she just was like, you know, she can wants to help people because it was hard for her. And like, like helping people find that, you know, giving back is really important. That is the most rewarding part for me working with Fiction Lab is, uh, yeah, I said in the interview, but how they work as a team and I learned so much from them in terms of how to, uh, you know, deal with the negative stuff, but still focus on the positive and still be like, I want a quality product and also balance that like this is, you know, we're all in this together and how like 
just their leadership is really inspiring. Um, yeah. And yeah, I love the fact that they are take like just the techno scene in general too, where like these local artists, like she keeps talking about how like there's probably artists that are just as talented here in New York, but they don't get the same recognition. And it's cool to see how like literally they they have this whole um, bringing in talent from Europe that people in New York have never heard of, but they're really big in Berlin and everybody knows about them there. And then like supporting their local artists. So Gile, you know, he's here in New York, but like now he's going to be able to like play in other places um, because of like this little ecosystem that they're building. So it's just like artists like supporting each other. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's cool to see how they operate, but also like the bigger picture. And we would, you know, trying to make something like that here with Chillin' Ambitious. Um, yeah, I mean, it it's it has kind of come full circle. Like you know them through your um, through your for, through your partying, and then they really liked you and asked you to join on. And then they DJed our part. He DJed our party in arena. Was um, definitely there and showed up and with her beautiful high cheekbones and <laughs> you know it was just like. And then um, they were on our show and like we went like it's well, all now coming. We're telling we're, their yeah, story. now we're telling their story and like went to their parties and like, you know, sharing that music with our friends and my friends. And like, that's great. Like, that's literally what this is all about. Right. Yeah. Like, but we can like actually track the web of how it grew. And that's, so that, that's actually a really cool thing. Think about it. Well, yeah, because that's how you connect with an artist, right? With anything. I mean, there's the immediate part where you just are like visually or audibly, whatever you connect with it. But I think you connect to another another level when you find out like, oh, this person was going through X or this artist was whatever. And that was where it was coming out of. And then, I don't know, that's why I think it is important to tell the, the backstory behind. I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying um, when like a piece of art, whatever, you have this immediate emotional connection to it. But then you find out the mind, the process behind how they came to that piece. Oh, you're talking about like figuring out how Gile and Irina came to to like yeah came arrive to be, at yeah came to be and arrive at your and how they select their music and that sort of process. I think it just adds even more to like if you really like the music. Now you're like oh, I really like it because yeah. you find out all the love that went into it and the process. And was it um uh. Here, I'll plug in that. Like, was it there's that podcast, 99% Invisible, and it talks about how, like, design you only see that 1%, and there's so much work that goes into yeah. where where that came from. Oh, okay. is that why it's called 99%? Yeah, this was before they that's started so, doing that before the 1%er thing was such a, but that's a colloquial actually, thing. So they were just, but that's actually about, true that of any product that you have, like, the actual physical product only ever represents. Like one percent of the input of resources. Yeah, usually so at much most. thought goes into it. Um, this the story of stuff is yeah. really. If you look into that little video, it'll explain that to you. But anyway, yeah. so that was fun. <laughs> yeah, and both Irina and Jire have seemed to live many, many lives and have many, many interests. And just from that, it seems like everything that they touch upon they're very aware of how they connect with it and how even everyone around them and how they connect with the world and people like Alvarino was talking about how like when she gets home from work and how she has to make sure that she like, sets that aside. And, you know, we were saying that same thing with like the techno parties, like how there's just kind of this vibe where like you to be intentional with like what you put into the world. And um, yeah. So the question you didn't know was relevant was talking about that choice and you know, just to make sure to ask yourself that 
if you're being intentional with how you connect with the world and also what can you learn about yourself by the way you connect with it absolutely it's a good good question to think about yeah uh, and so speaking of which, you know, so we have a lot of, we have some fun moments in our episodes and we also have some, you know, we go deep, you yeah. know, we go all over How the place. How deep? I'm talking about balls. <laughs> deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, that's how deep. <laughs> well, you know, talking about balls deep. Um, I wanted mm. to read a response from our uh, kink and consciousness episode mm. with our meeting McQueen. And, you know, we get feedback all the time from our listeners about what they liked and didn't like. And, you know, that one, um, I think consistently people talked about how much they learned. It was chock full of like vocab and just even people who have been in it. You learn a lot. So, yeah, yeah I've gotten great responses on that one. So, yeah. Uh, so, same thing. Uh, we have a listener who says, well, it was really informative. Going to have to listen to it again. Definitely got me thinking about what I like and don't like in a new light. Also, the per- whole permission thing was fascinating as well. I realized or am realizing that I have denied myself the permission to have good relations, to be happy, to feel content, to feel loved. There's a lot I've been denying myself that the episode is triggered. Definitely going to have to do some more searching within and find myself a dom. <laughs> what? Or save up for one. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's like, yeah, like like we're having that sort of impact, which is like scary. But we have you have to ask yourself those questions. Otherwise, you're never going to ask yourself those questions. That's crazy. But that's I'm really happy to hear that you're like, I'm really happy to hear anybody have any moments of reflection because they're so important for us to grow individually. And as just people who understand other people. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even some of these things, you know, we are—we just did our question you didn't know was relevant. It's like, duh, how do you connect with yourself? But sometimes you need those reminders. Dude, we were talking about this earlier. I'm, <laughs> I like really hurt myself recently on my neck. And I was just explaining to Olivia, like I thought it was like from like something triggered it, but like didn't realize that like I basically just been ignoring this thing for so long. And now I'm like, you know, getting rolfing to like fix it and whatever. And I just for the first time in a long time, like just feel really in my body. Yeah. Which is like, why was I ignoring? Like this obviously was like a long time coming. Like, yeah. It doesn't just happen out of nowhere. Yeah. We just carry these weights and I can sense it. You you, know, you have like more flow. Yeah. Dude. I just haven't been, <laughs> yeah. I have not been that great to be around lately. But like I feel great today. Like, <laughs> no, actually coming here, I wasn't feeling so good. And actually coming here, I feel a lot better, which isn't honestly always the case. Sometimes <laughs> when we work together, it's like, oh God, that thing we have to do. But today's been good. Yeah, it's a good day. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for being here with us through yeah. our journeys. And um, call us every five minutes and text us every 10K. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the internet. Yeah. Uh, or if you can find our number, I dare you. <laughs> don't find no's number she'll stop doing the no. show <laughs> no we are we have a chill and ambitious number oh, okay. we do actually have a phone number um so yeah <laughs> oh do we question oh yeah and also our notes yeah yeah question you didn't know was relevant we didn't have that um oh hold on here let me pause um yeah she's i'm O. am no and, and we love you back. Mm-hmm.